0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Big Life Podcast, where together we explore this great big life that God has for us. Hey, guys, on the last episode, we started a conversation where I had the opportunity to sit down with my friend and my mentor, Nancy McCrady, and ask her the question, what does the big life mean to you? We uh, we cut that conversation short last time, and I want to pick up right where we left off. I hope that this blesses you guys.
1: Say, God, what are you up to in my life I can't I can't seem to hold all of this together nothing is satisfying and for them to know that's a part of the process Mm. because nothing else is supposed to satisfy and yet I can't produce that you couldn't produce that that was a part of me being good news to you is when I said well Colby you know this is a really good place for you to be and your head kind of turned a little You're like what are you talking about? well, because it's evidence that God is actually about to mature you. You're about to go into a, a growth spurt that doesn't feel like it. Yeah. You know, this is why I just did on my podcast about, I don't know how many episodes I did on enduring the contradictions mm-hmm. because it's, it can just make you think what is going on. But it has to be led experientially by Holy Spirit because who can understand it? How can this be discerned? Hmm. Yet once He walks you through, He begins to speak to you, you begin to see things from His point of view, that's real true discipleship because that's the, for lack of a better term, that's the vehicle that God has put within His body that is so lacking, Yes. this deep missing element, the missing link of true discipleship is the vehicle with which you get in. And God then, if you will, transports you into that process that only He can do and only He was meant to. You and I can't raise ourselves. So this is why we didn't know. Because it's not... For us to make happen. It's Mm. not the one, two, three. It's an organic, deep process that the scripture speaks of again and again is to come after him, and then he will do something for you to deliver you from that small place Mm. and bring you into him. He will do it.
0: You know, nobody, uh, I say this, probably not true, but nobody loves Sunday mornings more than I do. Mm -hmm. I love Sunday mornings. Uh, I love church. Um, I, I I love it. I love church, and I love yeah. Sunday mornings. But you know, God, uh, he he uses Sundays. He uses sermons. He uses all of that. But for me, uh, you're talking about discipleship, and you know the the maturity that God brought to my life. Uh, you know, I've gotten so much from sermons and, you know, but mm-hmm. what, what I needed and where the Holy Spirit really was able to just grab a hold of me and go deep um, into these different areas of my life was, was not on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, in a, a small room, one-on-one mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of times it was, you know, uh, it, it was just going through that process. And uh, I'm, I want that process to be available to every single that's exactly human right. being that, that's right. Uh, at least that I have well, that's the influence turning. with. See, yeah. I turned
1: and strengthened you, and what it produces is, which doesn't come from me. Okay, that's not you wanting to be like me. Mm-hmm. That's you having received and you realize that same personal call from Jesus, Colby. You come follow me. Yeah. And then the charge that he gives to us is now you turn. And you strengthen the brethren. And you know that we must have strong preaching of Christ and Him crucified. The public pulpit must herald this message, this work, this desire of God. Okay, if the pulpit is to do anything, it should be to herald what God wants. Yes, To speak loudly like a town crier. Ring that bell and and begin to put it out. But the public pulpit Every pastor, leader that I work with, every apostolic person that I, that I work with, this is a part of what they are realizing more and more, is the public pulpit can herald this, but it cannot accomplish it. And that the, the, the public pulpit begins to say, okay, people, okay, this is what God is after, and we are going to build a, a culture of His kingdom, of His life, this big life. We're going to make entry points available wherever you're at. Yeah. If somebody walks in and they're just getting born again, well, there's a way for them to begin to enter in. But then after they are you know been in a little while and they're ready to grow more, then there's an entry point. And there's an entry point for those that have been with the Lord for years and yet have never heard maybe this this message. You know, so this is where there's a building, you know, and I've, I've said this to you before, you are not just a preacher. You are one who is going to build mm-hmm. with with the Lord. He's building his church, and that's the church that the gates of hell will not prevail against. And right now, people might be, even today as they're listening, whenever that may be, they may be getting rattled. They may be so uncertain. Yeah. But the Word says, Isaiah fifty four thirteen in the Amplified Classic says, that all of my spiritual children will be disciples of the Lord, taught by Him and obedient to His will, and great shall be their peace and undisturbed composure. Mm. We have to be a people that we are undisturbed in this time. How is that? We'll back up and what did it say? because we're his disciples. Yeah. We've been taught by him personally. Mm-hmm. We've been brought through the narrow way into his wide open life. We're not confused anymore. We're not clueless. I'm not saying we know everything yet, but we know and we are at a place where we are actually sharing in the peace and the calm of Christ. Because if this big life is anything, okay, it's actually his life. Yeah. It's his nature. So, can I take just a moment and read read something to you? Yeah. Out of one of the books that I've I've been reading, and this is was written in the sixteen hundreds. Oh, there you okay, go. Okay. So, do you understand that man's condition has not? Okay. We have not <laughs> evolved into a higher being. Okay. I love it. I love reading the old saints. I love reading the new saints. I love I've loved reading all of that. But but this is what what we are oftentimes missing is we see what God wants. Or we read in the scripture, you know, do this, be kind, whatever. And we set out trying to do that ourselves. Mm. And we all know we've got about three hours of kindness and then it's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just over and it's okay yeah. to admit it, right? So it's not I and we've got to be the ones that are building a bridge to get people to but Christ, yeah, right, to the big life, yes, right? So it says, what is the result of walking continually before God in a state of abandonment, giving ourselves to him fully? Well, the ultimate result is godliness. Once you have made this relationship with God, your life, godliness is easily within your reach. So what do we mean by godliness? Now, I love statements like this. Godliness is something that comes from God.
0: Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, let's just,
1: you know, to God, source (laughs) means everything. Yeah. The source is his big life. Mm. Not you hearing what he wants and then you giving it your dead level best to get out there and try to do it and produce it. No, he says, come, share in my life, be one with me and let me bring you to where I am actually um, working out what I've put in you. The actual life of Christ Mm. himself says, as you possess him, you will inherit all of his traits. Like, are we really going to be sons, Colby, that can really say in this hour of history, if you've seen me, you've seen my father? Yeah. Yeah, see, people will say, Nancy, that sounds pretty bold. I know. I know it does. But we must say what he says. We must say what he says. We must be about what he wants. And he wants sons who literally live as one with him. Yeah. Because he said, if you abide in me, I'll produce everything. Okay, But that does require something of us. And we weren't meant to figure all that out on our own. That's why God will give you a disciple that's gone before you yeah. to come back and get you and walk you into what he's already got prepared so that we learn in the body of Christ how to actually fellowship and not be ashamed. This, this is going to be so powerful. This could be like a whole nother fun. To be able <laughs> is because when you and I were mentoring, mm-hmm. okay, That was an aspect of the body of Christ. Just like in my own mentoring, I learned how not to live ashamed in front of one other member of the body of Christ before the Lord. And I needed a person who had been before that I could learn how to function in this kind of freedom. Mm. Because you and I have talked about this as you're making plans and going, you know, into new, new seasons of, of your assignment, you know, with the Lord, is there comes a time when whatever the individual work is in a person, it also then must be able to integrate into the body of Christ.
0: That's good, yeah.
1: The individual, do they want to then go and be a part of that living body of Christ? If they don't, I'd have to question, what was that individual work? Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? What was that source? Because what begins to happen when this big life breaks open inside of you is you want to be a part of his living That's so good. body. There is where it's going to get bigger yeah. and bigger in its expression and cover cities and regions. We're not
0: doing some weird side thing that over here correct. in the dark that is just that like is making so us uh, you know, not palatable to anybody that else. is correct I love that that is yes. so good
1: yeah it, it has to be that it's to be integrated it is not mystical there's not some weird voodoo hoodoo stuff going on this is it but when people don't know the enemy does and I don't like to give him a lot of airtime, but he does like to create you talk about he comes against this work is because he wants to defile it he wants to diminish it I mean, if he doesn't want people being discipled in the cross, because it was the cross and what Jesus did there that disarmed him and brought him and his demons to nothing. That's what the scripture says in Colossians 2. He was brought to nothing, not by my preaching or your shouting or my worship. Mm
0: -hmm. It was
1: by the finished work of Jesus on the cross. So when the church starts embracing that, all right, as you did, as I have, as Rachel has, of many others, I'm telling you... How we get up on the other side of that is going to be very different. One of the dangers is, though, is when people might enter in initially, but they do not continue. Mm. Because um, there's the continuing uh, progressive revelation of him and your life, this big life, of course, with him. There's another one of my favorite books called The Ultimate Intention, and that's what uh, the author, Deverne Frommke, speaks of. He says, why did Israel continually go into bondage after being delivered over and over and over again? And he says, I'll submit to you that it's because she settled down, she got comfortable, began to play the whore with other nations, and because she did not live in continuous, progressive revelation of him and her, her oneness with him. Because Israel was called to be Mm-hmm. A holy nation unto himself, and in Christ we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, and peculiar means he's drawn a circle around us, and he's owned us as his very own, and to express this big life so there are there are many components, but and I know it may feel like I'm dumping a whole lot here, but 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 it's to to create a hunger in people wherever they might be that no continue on don't don't sit down don't settle mm. you know I haven't arrived you haven't arrived we're not here saying hey we've got all that to go. no we're saying we're we're moving forward with him into this big life because it's the actual sharing of his life and him developing his life within us
0: it's so good yes and I love his he timing so on. Uh, <laughs> You know, unfolding that faithfully to each one of us, uh, as as we're as we're in a place to be able to receive it. You know, as long as uh, as long as we're in a place to where uh, Rachel and I talk about this all the time. If oh, uh, I'm trying to think of the way that she says it. It's so good. As long as we're in a, as long as we don't need it. You know, as long as oh, as long as what's working for us is mm-hmm. working. That's correct. You know, and so I think the people now for me, what was working for me worked for a long time Mm -hmm. and I would have turned this podcast off probably at about 12 minutes. (laughs) Um, So I don't think that maybe, you know, those people are necessarily hung in there and that's great. That's fine. I think if you've hung in through this uh, entire episode and you say, I'm in a place, you know, where I'm a little, uh, it feels narrow, it feels small. uh, It feels like this isn't. You know this isn't working. Something it's not what
1: I thought it would be. That's
0: right. There's disappointment. There's confusion. There's, uh, you know, I I just, I just hope that you'll go back and listen, and because this is such, uh, he he is inviting us out into in into a wide open, spacious life with him, and it is his life. Um, and so, you know, I just I, I would literally talk about this all day long with you and I think we could talk <laughs> about it all day long. Um, but I, I want people to know how to uh connect with you and mm-hmm. and if there's somebody listening that that hasn't already done that. I know a lot of people at our church know about you, but other people listen. Um, you know, if how do people where, where can they find you on social media? Where can they find you?
1: Well, they can. the, the easiest way is just go to nancymccready.com, and there on the website you'll see uh, all the icons for social media, and they can click on those. We have everything at this point. is You get all those free videos, everything on the YouTube channel. There's my, my own uh, podcast called Tent Talk. Uh, living under the big tent of God's presence. So, I Tent Love Talk it. Podcast with Nancy McCready uh, can be wherever they can go to iTunes, wherever, wherever they book in for their podcast. Um, I do um, Monday, move on Mondays uh, live every Monday morning. All of that can be on my public page at NB McCready. But again, if they go to com, they can find access pretty much to all of that. Mm-hmm. And be able to connect there, and we're getting ready to launch uh, this month uh, the Producer's Way. It's the Producer's Way portal and uh, school and online community. Now, a portal is really it's like a website, but it just sounds so cool to say you're going to go a, into a portal. A
0: portal, that is pretty. <laughs> yes. good.
1: Yeah. So the Producer's Way uh, will be launching out hopefully by the end of end of January. Uh, There is a free Facebook group called The Producer's Way. You go there, you click on join. Uh, There's already about 80 to 85 members that are on there. People just slowly but surely finding their way there. There's no content there right now because we haven't launched it out yet. But we're doing, uh, this month, I am doing what's called a Sharp and Sober Challenge because we have got to get ready. So it's a free three day challenge. I'll be live three days in a row. People can come on. They can get a taste of what God is doing, actual interactions where it's live, you know, all of that. But the point of it, and I don't like a lot of hype and I don't like to lure people in and, and do all of that. I mean, the point of it is to give people a taste so that they can see do they want to go in and purchase the online courses we're going to be doing for people who have been mentored there would be maybe an internship there I'm getting ready to build an online school and community of people because we've got to reach people we've got to be able to reach them in ways that God puts at our fingertips and being online is one of the greatest ways to be able to do that so the producers way is happening so I think that gives people plenty of, of places uh, to be able. But my, my heart um, and vision, if I was going to say it this way, is to be able to see in in the local church as she is building, okay, with great leaders such as yourself and Rachel and, and many others in Poland and Iowa and other places, is where there are going to be, according to your vision, okay, according to what God puts in your heart, there are going to be places springing up all over Uh, where people are going to be able to go and truly be discipled so that they can step into the fullness of what God has with them, step into this big life, because the world, the hour of history that we live in right now is crying out for the manifestation of the sons of God to get up and to emerge and to live as who we were called to be. I'm not here to dominate people. I'm here to develop them. I don't want to control culture, but I want to definitely influence all of culture with the kingdom of God. That's this big life breaking out within us. Are we living witnesses? Can people really look at us and see, this is really real. Yeah. This is really true. This is really happening. So I hope people will go deeper with God and connect more That's with it. Me. That's it. Oh, there you go. I didn't <laughs> say it good earlier. <laughs> because if you connect with me, I'm heading you towards him. I love it. If he connects you with me, it's so that I can... Take you deeper in with him. He is going to be the center. He is going to be the focus of everything that we're doing. Nancy McCready Ministries exist for that. That's the assignment: is to get people to him, and he'll produce mature sons. I love it. We're going so, to change this world.
0: I'm so grateful for uh, you know your connection with our church and and uh, you know with Rachel and I personally and I. You know, I look forward to the days ahead and what that's going to look like. And, you know, discipleship has been a big part of our church. And uh, as Rachel and I take the reins, uh, you know, we're excited about what discipleship is going to look like in the future. Well,
1: you know, the remnant church, if I can just say, I mean, it was one of the first real places other than my home church uh, where this work began to flourish but as in all things, it's the beginnings, and now it's going to continue on. So I give honor to Pastors Dennis and Jan there at the yeah. Remnant Church and all the doors that they opened and all that God was able to do. Uh, and as with all of us, we're all shifting into those the new days with God and into the new era that He's taking us in. So we honor where we've been, but we are very hungry to go where He is going. I and love to build it. now at a whole new depth.
0: I love it. Well, I'm looking forward to the future. And so if you're listening today and, and, uh, you know, I hope that you'll reach out and connect with Nancy, or if you haven't connected with me, uh, you know, I would love to hear from you, hear what God's speaking to you, hear what he's doing in your life. And so I just, uh, I love it. I love it. I thank you so much for sitting down with thank me, you. Uh, Nancy, and, and having this conversation and, uh, I just, uh, I, I really do. I look forward I have an anticipation for the days ahead and what God's yes. going to do. And, uh, I, I pray that, you know, I hope, I hope you heard her talking about, uh, no matter what season you're in, no matter what you're going through that word to stay with him. If you stay with him, I almost bailed. And I'm so grateful that I didn't just stay with him in this season, uh, in whatever it is, uh, that, 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 uh, you're living through. And, um, and and I'm telling you, there are uh, deeper depths of His life to step into, and His love and His goodness, and oh, his goodness. and uh, so hmm. I could talk about it all day long, but I'm just gonna have to just stop. We're just gonna have to end. It. You know, like the person who prays and like they never stop praying. You know, like you're just like you're, so y'all don't. No, I'm not gonna. So anyways, uh, I, I love you guys. I uh, am so glad that you were able to join us, and I will talk to y'all next time. Thank you so much for joining in today on The Big Life Podcast. For more information about Colby, visit colbyhill.com or follow him on social media. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Once again, thank you for joining us on The Big Life Podcast, where together we explore the great big life God has for us.